Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello, fellow Patriots. Greetings, welcome, salutations. Penultimate workday of the week. Aloha's to you. Here we go, getting underway with the Thursday edition of the 5 o'clock Follies. Uh, this hour of the program, of course, the most heavily commuted and most heavily congested. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation. Just grab the phone, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307, and my email address, bob at 1063WORD.com. So the uh, giants of social media All of the uh, left-wing commies in uh, Silicon Valley testifying, of course, in Washington in recent weeks. Oh, no, we we don't have any politics here. You know, we just play it straight down the middle. So uh, then the uh, the president uh, is uh, has a uh, an appearance on uh, Fox and Friends, the Fox morning show, in which he commented that children are almost immune to COVID-19. And they later, White House posted it on, uh, well, actually not the White House, but the Trump campaign posted it on uh, Facebook, where it immediately got flagged as uh, as being untrue. Uh, the Washington Post going so far as uh, to say that uh, Twitter and Facebook had penalized President Trump's account, when in point of fact, uh, the WAPO was wrong on that one. Uh, It was uh, Team Trump, the president's campaign account, that uh, posted it on Facebook and Twitter. So, uh, you know, they can can make all these self-serving remarks they want to about not having any politics, but we see uh, in example after example how uh, things that are fact-checked by them, you know, it it may be something as minuscule as uh, the president having said children were almost immune and so then facebook and twitter say well the president said that children are immune actually he didn't say that he said they are almost immune certainly they are not as severely affected on a percentage-wide basis and if you look at the numbers he's correct but you know they they love to use whatever excuse they can to try and slow down the momentum of his campaign 
Uh, to the phones we go, beginning with uh, JT. Is that right, JT in uh, Simpsonville? Yeah. What, what's that, Money Penny? Oh, oh, Sharon. Where is Sharon? Okay, Sharon in Spartanburg is our lead-off batter. Hi, Sharon, and welcome to the program. Well, hello, Bob. Listen, I was riding around in Spartanburg today when I heard the news about the NRA. Right. And I told my granddaughter, I said, well, it is about damn time. And um, I thought it was Congress they were talking about. Never dreaming it was the NRA. Right. Or maybe the uh, the Clinton Foundation, if you're looking for fraud. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, the, you know, that's just one more way of the back door for them to get the guns. Yep. Yeah. They They know they can't go directly after the Second Amendment. And we've seen these kinds of uh, attacks in the past during the Obama administration. Uh, they tried to pass some kind of uh, legislation about the lead content in bullets uh, to try and... Like it's going to make a difference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, because... Well, the other thing is, you know, every charge that they charge them with, NRA I'm speaking of, right. every charge that they charge, it's rampant in Congress. Oh, geez. You know, when are they going to do something about them? <laughs> yeah, good question. Uh, but of course, you know, when uh, when the rooster when the is in charge, home. yeah, when the rooster is in charge of the hen house, uh, very little gets done. I mean, I, I remember one specific example, and you may remember this as well. It was back uh, when Obama was president and uh, Pelosi was the Speaker of the House. Uh, well, there were a couple involving her. Number one, uh, they uh, they were doing away with a bunch of smaller post office buildings all over the country. And so they, they put them up at auction. Uh, and just coincidentally, Nancy Pelosi's husband happened to buy a bunch of them on the West Coast at a bargain basement price. Uh, did, did he know <laughs> that uh, these sales were coming? Yeah, I suspect Nancy may have mentioned it. Then there was another one. He was an attorney for one of the big tuna packing companies. I don't know if it was Starkist or who it was, but in any event, uh, they were passing. They were talking about passing a minimum wage increase, and you know the Democrats are always beating the drum for a minimum wage increase. So th they got it passed. However, there was one caveat that was inserted into the bill, and that was that Guam would not be benefiting from the minimum wage increase. Well, as it turns out, Pelosi's husband was a, is an attorney for this same tuna packing company and <laughs> heaven knows how much money he saved that company by their not having to increase the minimum wage so if you wonder how these people go to washington uh you know as middle class people many of them like pelosi oh, definitely and end up as millionaires that's how well the other thing is with all the security and all the checks and all the you know caution and double this and double that mm -hmm. how is it that we've had so many spies working for people in congress yeah yeah you know like, it's just uh, um, it is a sewer like the uh, senior senator from a sewer. yeah senior senator from california who's a oh, driver and right hand guy uh, was, and was look actually, at all the involvement she has with China. Oh, geez. Yeah. And and it crosses party lines. I mean, Mitch McConnell's family. Uh, oh, they're, definitely. They're, they're neck deep with China as well. But 
Well, that's yeah. why I say I thought they were talking about our Congress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when well, I first it, heard all those charges. And it it would have been. It, yeah. When it, it would was have been, the NRA. It certainly would but have anyway, applied to them. I will let you go. But, uh, yeah, that was my first impression. Thank yeah. you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sharon. I appreciate the call. Good to hear from you this afternoon. Coming up on uh, 14 after uh, 4 o'clock. Uh, 14 after 5 o'clock. Sorry about that. Uh, if you have been disappointed in uh, the rulings and the performance of the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States, you have a uh, high-ranking individual who agrees with you. Vice President Mike Pence rips Chief Justice John Roberts in an interview. And if anybody deserved it, I think it is John Roberts. Maybe W made a, a bunch of mistakes during his presidency. I think we all would agree. I mean, he's everybody has uh, situations they find themselves in where they, they make a bad decision. But when the vacancy appeared for the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, and W had already nominated John Roberts to be merely a justice on the court, and then changed his mind and nominated Roberts to be the Chief Justice uh, this may, in retrospect, turn out to be uh, one of the worst decisions that uh, George W. Bush ever made. We'll talk about it when we come right back here on the Bobby Mack Show. And we're learning more about the guy behind uh, all of this uh, ammonium nitrate that was stored in Beirut uh, that blew up uh, in horrific fashion. And I don't know, you've seen some of the videos uh, that, that are out there. Uh, this thing was was a monstrous explosion. Uh, that's on the way as well. Here on the Bobby Mack Show on Thursday on WORD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Another one bites the dust. 521 now, bumper to bumper here in the 5 o'clock Follies on the Bobby Mack Show. We got a little turned around on the phone calls there. I got a little confused about who was uh, next in line. I had uh, started to bring on JT in Simpsonville, and then Money Penny told me that Sharon was next. So uh, JT is uh, still here, and so let's uh, go ahead and bring him in now. Hi, JT, and welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Bobby. appreciate it. always enjoy your show. I said I was uh, going to be calling from the dark side, the Democrat side, uh, just to put a couple of put a couple words in. Uh, you know what? We're all Americans. Uh, you know, Joe Biden, he's been the human gas machine for, what, four decades now? Just about. So uh, I, I think you guys might be overselling this. Uh, he's got dementia thing uh, a little bit. You're, you're letting him off the hook. Uh, by lower expectations are lower. I, I remember four years ago about now Hillary, you know, she passed out in New York City and had to be carried into the car and everybody was calling in and she's got Parkinson's and she's going to die. <laughs> and uh, so I, I, I just would caution everybody, uh, you know, don't do Don't diagnose these candidates. Uh, <laughs> well, and, and, and uh, you know, uh, realistically speaking, you know, you're, you're when you say that Biden has been a human gaffe machine uh, for four decades, that's not far from the truth. I remember uh, that that big event that was staged in Illinois, uh, referencing, you know, uh, hearkening back to uh, Abraham Lincoln being from although why they'd want to reference uh, a Republican <laughs> beats me. But they had this big event there to introduce o- Obama and and uh, Biden had just been named as his VP selection. And and I don't know if you remember it or not, but Biden got up and he he did, you know, the usual arm waving oratory. And said, uh, and so uh, here he is, the uh, next president of the United States, Barack America, instead well, I, of I, well, Barack Obama. <laughs> and I, I remember thought, Joe. You know, y'all, uh, uh, the Republicans made a lot of where he told the guy to stand up that was in a wheelchair. Oh, geez, yeah. But uh, but, but you know what? I mean, uh, when I was in college, and I'm 62, so mm-hmm. and I was probably 20, so 42 years ago, uh, yeah. Joe Biden came to the university I was at. He was that, you know, made a speech as the youngest senator uh, in the Congress, I think, because uh, he right. was elected when he was 29. Right. Uh, he gave a, you know, I, I don't remember what he said. I don't really have a clue. I, we can all imagine. I just remember after his speech, uh, a lot of students went down front and, you know, shook his hand and wanted to, you know, tell him to run for president. So yeah, he'll be all right in these debates, although I, I do. I do feel like in the debates, uh, the fact checkers, they're probably going to have a meltdown between both candidates <laughs> trying to keep all the, all the facts straight. But before it's... you close, close me out, I did want to make one point, if you don't mind. And, yeah, sure. And, you know, I, I, I'm a Democrat now, and I just wanted to say all politics are local. Uh, we've all heard that before. And yep. we have really good Democratic candidates running in uh, the general election for all our South Carolina Senate seats. In our South Carolina house seats, we have veterans. We have people that are uh, medical doctors. I'm talking about Greenville County yeah. uh, area. We have a, a medical doctor running. We have a, a guy who was born in China. His parents were democracy fighting people. They got 
you know, they had to leave China, you know, because they were kicked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy gained his American citizenship by serving in the United States Army in Afghanistan. He's a combat veteran. We have really good candidates. And I know most of the people listening to this show, they've already decided. But, you know, just give these folks a look, if you would, between now and the general election. There, there's some really high-quality people. And I guess my last comment, uh, you know, we had finally got uh, a Democrat elected to the U.S. House down in the 1st District of uh, Charleston, the Low Country area. Right. Uh, Joe Cunningham, and that's your number one target to get rid of the guy. But you know, yep. he's really a great guy. He, the bill that was just signed about uh, the national environment that President Trump was real proud of, Joe Cunningham of South Carolina, he was the, the core sponsor of that bill. So he's uh, we've got really good people, and I just ask y'all to give him a good look and not just automatically vote for whoever's been voting for Hugh Leatherman as uh, Senate pro Tim all these years. Let's well, if you want to talk about body. voting for a Democrat, there you go. <laughs> you know, Hugh you know, Weatherman is, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, at least we're honest. You know, we're Democrats in name as opposed to your guys who are. Let me let me ask you a serious let me ask you a serious question before you go, JT. Uh, and and I, I appreciate you're getting in a plug for your candidates, and and that's you know good. You you would do that. Um, I, I'm just curious, what part? of what the Democrat Party stands for in 2020, are you in support of? Is it higher taxes? Because Biden wants to raise everybody's taxes. Is it support for Antifa and BLM rioters who are burning police stations? Uh, what is it? I'll answer that question. I told somebody the other day, Mark Twain said, uh, Mark Twain fans have said, I, I don't belong to any organized political party. I'm a Democrat. And <laughs> right. these guys in Portland that are shooting fireworks and uh, attacking federal officers, I have no no respect, no, uh, you know, they're, they're, they should be in jail. Yeah, but it's and, Democrat and, mayors and governors and uh, who are allowing them to get away with this. And, and it bothers me that we, there aren't more people like uh, national leaders like Pelosi and, and these mayors that are calling them out of that. So. But you know what? I, here's how, here's why I'm a Democrat, and I'll make it simple. Uh, I, I look a few. I've been a Republican most of my life, actually. I, I voted Republican for most of my life until mm-hmm. actually until Trump. And uh, I just finally one day I got to looking at it, uh, particularly back during the Obama administration, and started and kind of just took the ten major issues of uh, health care policy, national defense. Uh, guns, common sense guns, you know, a lot of the things that, you know, you and I are on opposite sides of. And I found that seven of the 10 things I looked at, uh, I kind of leaned Democrat side and three, I leaned Republican. And I felt very strongly about the Affordable Care Act. I feel very strongly that we really do need to do something about gun violence uh, and not just make it easier. You know? so, and uh, the immigration thing, uh, I don't mind them building a wall. I just even President Trump the other day said he was going to set up a path to citizenship for the, the Dreamers. I, I didn't hear you talk about that much, but he said that the other day. President Trump said last uh, in Chris Wall's interview he's going to put out a new health care plan. Well, I've been waiting 10 years. So, so even though I am disappointed, yes, with the Democrats and not cracking down on all this, uh, uh, like I said, the Portland riots and burning places down and stuff. Yeah, but I, JT, I, I you, you, you recognize, you recognize, do you not, that universal health care in, in America is never going to happen. It, it, it would be, it wouldn't be Medicare for all. It would be Medicaid for all. And you mentioned national defense. Obama gutted 
our national defense. He had our military reduced to pre-World War II levels. So I don't get it. But I appreciate hearing from the other side, and I thank you for your call. All right, Bobby. Thank you. Bye-bye. You bet. 529 here on the Bobby Mack Show. I just think on, on these issues, uh, the, the people that support the Democrats are on, are on the wrong side. But that's your choice to make. 529 News is next. I'm right back on the other side here on the Bobby Mack Show. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. 536 now, 24 before 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, the last uh, caller, JT, you know, I, 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 like to, I like to hear from time to time what these people have to say because, you know, he sounds rational and intelligent, and yet he, he is supporting a party that would destroy the fabric of this country, that would destroy the freedoms and liberties uh, that America has been built on in the name of what? Uh, social justice and diversity. Uh, he wants to, what, fight against uh, systemic uh, white racism? Um, I'm, I'm reminded of the words of Ronald Reagan, who said, you know, it's not the Democrats don't know anything. It's just that so much of what they know is wrong. In on the attack, Bobby, that fellow is not a Democrat by today's standards. He's more conservative than Lindsey Graham. The Democrats threw him and his beliefs to the curb 30 years ago. Uh, Bobby, I don't appreciate his liberal Democrat side. They are commie baby killers set on ruining our country. Please don't waste our time. Uh, Bobby, uh, is it uh, Jill Biden, a doctor that should tell you right there? That's because you have the word doctor by your name. Does not mean you're very smart. She married Sleepy Joe. Uh, Jill Biden is not a medical doctor, by the way. She's a Ph.D. And in my experience, anybody uh, who has a Ph.D. and insists on being referred to as doctor, mm, got a little narcissism going there. Uh, Bobby, uh, next time my JT calls back, ask him if he supports abortion. Uh, Bobby, ask him what about murdering the most innocent of all in by the thousands daily, our poor babies. Uh, Bobby, so who is this moronic idiot of touting voting for good Democrats? Where do you go these days to find a good Democrat? Uh, Bobby, let me get this straight. A, a Chinese person flees China 
flees uh, the tyrannical Communist Chinese Party and comes to America only to run for office in the Communist Democrat Party? And uh, next texter says, uh, Bobby, mm, no. Uh, to the phones we go. Uh, let's see, who is next? Jesse is uh, next up, and Jesse is in Pickens. Hi, Jesse, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby. I was just wondering, I had a question. Uh, what can I do as a lower middle class working citizen to help this effort? I feel like people like me are kind of taking a back seat and kind of ignoring it. We're just ranting to ourselves in small groups. What can we do, you know, to, to educate people, to get out there and, you know, actually show that we care, you know, and actually voice our side of the story? Yeah, and, and I get it, uh, Jesse, you know, because especially given the, the current environment uh, where the media is uh, trying to drive the herd over the cliff with fear uh, over loss of jobs and uh, the COVID pandemic and uh, all the uh, looting and everything that's uh, going on in some of our major cities, there is a tendency to make you feel helpless. And that is precisely what they want. And you are not. Exactly. There is there is much that you actually can do, beginning uh, right there in your neighborhood. I had a fellow, oh, I say a fellow, it may have been a woman, texted me earlier today and was talking about how they had uh, gone around door to door and gotten everyone on their block registered to vote. Uh, that's certainly awesome. a step in the right direction. That That's, that's really a cool yeah. thing to do. Uh, the I, other I aspect like of it, I'm sorry, go ahead. I feel like our, you know, our secular part of, of, of being conservative, you know, our small mm -hmm. group, it mm -hmm. feels like small sometimes. It's, it's usually just a community amongst your friends and whatnot. We don't really get organized because it seems like uh, we always have a what can I do mentality or what can I alone do mentality when, you know, we're working sometimes two and three jobs. It feels like it. we don't have enough time to get out and do stuff like that, but. Right. Another thing I was want to say, I don't want to take too much of your time, but, you know, I see all this stuff on social media and I see all this stuff on YouTube and it seems like the whole country's flipped upside down. But in my small town of Pickens, I work in Greenville. You know, I, I come in contact with many black people, many Hispanic people, and I'm not feeling I'm not feeling what the media is portraying. I'm not nope. seeing what the media is portraying. There's no racial tension whatsoever amongst anybody I meet. I mean, whether it be a Hispanic guy at Spinks or a black guy I'm working with, there's no mm -hmm. racial tension. And, I mean, I, I have a Trump sticker on the back of my work truck. Right. I mean, everybody knows riding down the road what I'm about. I even had a through cherry day the other day. I had a group of young black men pull up beside of me in a, in a car and threw their hands out the window and said, Go Trump! Heck yeah! You know, and it's like, I'm not <laughs> seeing what they're portraying, you know? Right. I'm not right. seeing it. Yeah, no, and, and you're not so, seeing it because it's non-existent other than in the minds of the Democrats and the media. You know, this exactly. is, this is I what, just think it's such a, such a this small is, portion of America that they're blowing up. Yes, and, and, uh, and it's a small, uh, organized group that is doing it with intent to try and make people feel uneasy, nervous, fearful, but this is what the Democrat Party is famous for. They always try and yeah. pit one segment of society against another. And it's universal. Black against white, 
rich against poor, Christian against Muslim, or, or against Jew. Exactly. Uh, they, you know, and, and they hope that by doing that, they can set themselves up as the heroic figures riding in on a white charger who are going to save the day and solve all these problems, many of which, the problems, were created by them to begin with. I completely agree, Bobby. Well, I'll leave you on this note. I appreciate the time you give me. I love your show. Uh, but I guess I'm going to have to cut into my fishing and hunting time and start knocking <laughs> on doors. I appreciate it, Bobby. Love y'all. I appreciate you, too. Thank you for being there. And, and let me remind you of the words, again, of uh, a pretty smart guy, Andrew Breitbart, uh, who passed way too soon, who said, and I quote, walk toward the fire. Don't worry about what they call you. All those things are said against you because they want to stop you in your tracks. But if you keep going, you're sending a message to people who are rooting for you, who are agreeing with you. And the message is that they can do it too. And you can do it too. Uh, also in on the text line this afternoon, 71307. Uh, Bobby, uh, tell that guy, uh, please uh, uh, stop looking stupid, uh, with all due respect. Uh, Bobby, do you think they're putting Biden out there so they can pick someone else at the convention? No, I think, you know, their bet is made. Uh, but the plan, as many suspect, is that whoever it is, Susan Rice, Kamala Harris, and it seems to be down to, to those two final contenders, uh, will be the president in waiting, you know, and uh, once uh, Biden is in there, uh, well, even if even if he were uh, to not have a <clears throat> health issue that would force his resignation shortly after inauguration, he'd just be a puppet anyway. Look, if Joe Biden is elected, you know who the president is going to be, and it's Barack Obama. I mean, he worked for Obama for eight years. He'd be another puppet on Obama's string. That's a guy that's pulling the levers on all this. Don't kid yourself. Uh, Bobby, I just heard that Facebook banned the hashtag Save the Children, but has allowed the page Pretty Boys to remain up. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. About the uh, Yale University elite pinheads getting together with bureaucrats from the government to try and uh, come up with uh, a study to persuade Americans to take the uh, COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, Texter says, uh, Bobby, nothing, tr nothing says trust your government like them needing a persuasive study from a left-wing university to sell you on what is good for you. Quarter before six here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here. Right back on the other side. And, uh, oh, ATF is on the way as well. Stay right there.
and Venus on a mountaintop. 5.50, 10 minutes now before 6 here on the Bobby Mac Show in on the text line. Hey, Bobby, is our legislature ever going to meet again? Is anybody going to stop McMaster? He's a tyrant. Thanks, your Buckeyes fan. Hey, Bob, you know, even if every Twitter account were a real person, and it's not, that would mean 80% of America is not in the Twitterverse that rules what liberals think. Yeah, and what they want you to think. Uh, Bobby, isn't good Democrat an oxymoron? And a, a number of people chimed in with Ph.D., famous for standing for piled higher and deeper. <laughs> gotcha. All right, here we go. Time for uh, today's ATF. Here is Gary Goodvoice. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Bob McClain presents Amazing, Amazing, True, True. Yeah, thank you, Gary. It's a whole new world out there. And joined uh, for ATF today by Miss Moneypenny, safely uh, wrapped up in her hazmat suit in our studios. The one and only me. Yep, uh, because our other Bobette, little Annie, is on vacation this week. Not another one of these things. You know, get masked up, get gloved up, uh, get your goggles on. And then we end up with this stuff. A woman in England says her six-year-old daughter choked on a chicken McNugget because there was a face mask baked into it. Yeah. Look, and then you can see how it's compacted into the chicken. It's stuck. Uh, she uh, posted a video where uh, she is taking the nugget apart, and you can see blue mask material all through it. Well, that's certainly appetizing. And the restrictions just keep getting worse and worse. Yesterday, L.A.'s mayor, Eric Garcetti, announced he is authorized cutting off power and water to any properties where large parties are being held in violation of public safety orders. And some of these parties apparently are be running, been running by gangbangers and end up, well, sounding like this. These large house parties have essentially become nightclubs in the hills. That is why tonight I am authorizing the city to shut off Los Angeles Department of Water and Power Service in the egregious cases in which houses, businesses, and other venues are hosting unpermitted large gatherings. But by turning off that power, shutting down that water, we feel we can close these places down. Hmm. And yet, uh, Portland and uh, Seattle... Uh, they didn't cut off the water and the power when the demonstrators uh, took over police precincts. Meantime, a lake of the Ozarks in Missouri has seen a significant boost in tourism this summer. Their mayor, Gary Morowski, thinks it's because videos went viral showing people partying without social distancing. And so far, hasn't caused a big uptick in cases. As of the end of July, my numbers say we are already at 9.1 million. So I look at that and I go, well, you know, maybe we've done something right. We were worried. We thought, oh, man, two weeks after that, our counts are going to go up. They didn't at all. You know uh, how long it takes to get a boat now, Money Penny? How long you have to wait to get a boat? A boat? Yeah. In what state? Here, South Carolina. 
as long as you write the check out? No. See, what the way this uh, played out, the boat manufacturers saw COVID-19 and said, oh, <clears throat> we're going to be in trouble here. So they laid everybody off, right? Then a lot of people said, hey, uh, let's get a boat. We can go out on the lake. You know, uh, none of this uh, mask uh, stuff. We can uh, have fun. And so suddenly the demand for boats increased. Uh, they had a story on the local news the other night. You try and buy a boat now, you've got to wait 12 weeks for delivery. Wow. Yeah. Just in time to uh, have your Thanksgiving outing on the lake. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, transportation, Lisa Bonet's first car was a rare 1965 Ford Mustang. So Jason Momoa tracked it down and had it restored for her birthday. That's a pretty sweet thing to do. Yeah. We thought we would uh, flash you back. Money Penny, you weren't around when this commercial ran the first time for the 65 and a half Mustang. Can the unbelievable happen when you meet Mustang? Ask Harvey B. When he looked over a Mustang hardtop at his Ford dealers, he discovered some pretty unexpected features inside. See? Bucket seats, vinyl upholstery, full carpeting, all standard. Then, wham! Harv dreamed of victory at Sebring. Sat tall in the saddle with enough horsepower from his six-shooting engine to carry his dream out to the high country and on to a wild new wave of excitement. Discover the fun only a 65 Mustang can bring. Just about anything can happen. Maybe it will happen to you. Mustang. 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 <laughs> so you see, Money Penny, this, the, that's how the reference to the pony car started, because they used the Western stuff in there. Mm -hmm. uh, Netflix's signature, Todom. Which scares Almost. me every time it does it. It gets your attention. Yeah. Which, uh, I guess that, that's what they wanted to do. Uh, it almost had uh, something else added to it, a goat bleat at the end. <laughs> no, I have no idea why. During a recent podcast, Netflix's VP of product, Todd Yellen, said they were initially going for a short call and answer type of effect. He thought that a goat was fun and quirky, so we decided to put it together and see what it might have sounded like. Yeah, they missed a bet. They missed a bet. They uh, they should have left the goat in there. There, there you go. There is uh, today's ATF news is next, and we got one more to go. The bonus hour is still ahead here on the Bobby Mac Show on Thursday. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.